The Chinese Communist Party is not nearly as totalitarian or as authoritarian as, as Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. Are you one of those people who might be a little bit offended or disgusted or at least angered by the criminal behavior of Chinese Communist Party in the last several years? Are you one of those folks who are dismayed about the fate of the Uyghurs or working conditions or any of the other uh, repressions that go on inside China? Do you ever wish you could get a message directly to President Xi Jinping and explain to him how outraged you are by all of this? It's actually easier than you think. All you need to do is paint your face with cat makeup, get out your handy TikTok at, and hit record. Because TikTok is essentially software that's owned by the Communist Party of China, and everybody's known it since TikTok has been out here. This is why Donald Trump banned TikTok from doing any business with the federal government, because it is to say the least, not secure. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Steve Green and Scott Ott. And here's your good news for this week. TikTok is going to be much more active in ensuring the integrity of American elections in the future, starting with the 2022 election. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, there are a number of organizations that TikTok is going to be working with. TikTok, as it turns out, is getting to be the number one search engine for uh for a younger generation, for those crazy nutty kids that use TikTok. And so uh, TikTok has decided to get together, excuse me while I put on my perusing spectacles, but with some of these other organizations that to me don't sound completely legit. TikTok is going to be basically fighting election misinformation uh, along with um, information provided authoritarian, authoritarian, let me try that one more time, authoritarian election information provided by the National Association of Secretaries of State, Ballotpedia, the Center for Democracy in Deaf America, the Federal Voting Assistance Program, the Campus Vote Project, and Restore Your Vote. Together, these champions of liberty will make sure that your vote counts and that nothing, nothing possibly could ever go wrong. Uh, Steve, when we talked about this on the backstage show and I mentioned TikTok, you said it's, it's communist Chinese spyware. You really have to ask yourself the question, at which point does the country really deserve the living hell it's going to get when, when, when something this obvious happens and things like this continue to happen? What could possibly go wrong with, with entrusting the Communist Chinese Party to make sure that U.S. elections are carried out in, in a fair and, uh, and, and, uh, responsible manner. Oh, Bill, we aren't just uh, putting the fox in charge of the hen house. We're sending them to culinary school first. Um, how can I put this? Uh, TikTok is, is not just communist Chinese spyware. It is what I call social malware. This is a, a term I just coined after, after weeks of months of what is it that TikTok does that's so bad? And it's social it's malware. Um, what what TikTok does is it hoovers up all of your data. In fact, there was just a security report out last week that the web browser built into TikTok has no security whatsoever. And in fact, it sends all of your keystrokes, even the stuff you, you, you backspace over and delete, straight to TikTok servers. Everything you put into the browser, everything the browser sends to you, goes there. And when I call it social malware, what I mean is uh, TikTok purposely promotes the absolute worst of us. Um, you know, the, the 
the trans teachers uh, grooming your kids. There aren't actually that many of them. TikTok magnifies them. It magnifies their influence. And the reason it does this is it is social malware. It is designed, TikTok is designed to, to just, just pull society apart. I'm not, you know, if there's a Russian under the bed kind of paranoid, but this is what TikTok does. It's social malware. And with the data they have, and the data that they will, behind the scenes, be able to share with all these uh, progressive voting organizations, uh, that's all bad enough. But what they will do, their algorithm has uh, been so finely tuned that they will be able to uh, uh, surface the correct videos to influence the way people vote. That's what it's going to do. Um, and that is why the left is so eager to put TikTok in charge of this next election. Uh, Scott, TikTok is a, I mean, look, despite all of these problems, which we're fully aware of, I don't have any problem with TikTok. I have a problem with TikTok and politics. TikTok allows uh, a great deal of expression. And because it allows personal, in fact, that's what it's about. It's about yeah. personal expression. And since TikTok is about personal expression, uh, the TikTok algorithm should have a pretty good idea about how you feel about things because you've just basically bared your soul on TikTok. And so it's not a super tough, tough, tough leap to figure out that certain people will get certain information regarding election integrity and other people will get different information regarding election integrity. But the real question is, why do social media companies have to be involved in, in this kind of thing in the first place? What, why are they justified in being the arbiters of, of what's true and what's not true. It, it is interesting when you consider that only politics matters this much. You know, they're not doing this to people like I was on TikTok for a while and I made some videos of just while I was driving to work, I would sing old standard crooner songs from Nat King Cole and Frank Sinatra. They're not going to put a warning underneath my little 60-second video saying, Sinatra did not sing these words. In fact, you should refer to the uh, official lyrics page to get the accurate <laughs> results from this song. You know, they're not, they're not engaged in the – I was following uh, comedians. I was following software developers. I was following uh, voiceover uh, actors and artists and – you're not going to see any warnings on any of those videos either. You're not going to see warnings on dancing videos. None of those are going to be corrected for you. The only area of our culture that they feel like they have to adjust is your beliefs about politics. And to me, that just positions that company, whether you want to believe that they're Chinese malware or, you know, a, a U.S.-based uh, operation here. And then what is it? Is it Tencent, Steve, that owns that? Is that are, they the, uh, are they the corporation that oh, own that? Uh, you know me and Can't names. remember the, the name of it. Gone. Anyway, yeah, you, I think but, you're right. But whatever – However you view that company, by, by saying, hey, we're so concerned about the upcoming elections, what they basically said is nothing else matters. Because if, ever, if anything else matters, they'd be vigilant about that too. I'm not getting warnings telling me, hey, don't trust this guy on software development. He doesn't know how to code. Here's how you should really do it. Um, so I, I think that uh, the, the prime audience for TikTok is substantially younger than me, although there are a lot of geezers on there as well. Um, and they're not going to be 
they're not going to have this conversation. Uh, they're just going to see those kinds of warnings and think, oh, good. Well, it's good. It, if I disagree with that guy, it's good that they're balancing out that coverage. Um, and TikTok is going to be a lot more influential than we are at a rising generation of people who will be voters for a lot longer than we will. In November of 2020, there was an election for president of the United States. And uh, one of the candidates had a history of standing up to China, of basically not allowing China to get away with the endless series of trade violations that they've always committed, who promised to retaliate against Chinese cheating by hitting back and so on. A person who, who basically banned TikTok because he understood that it was in the interest of the Chinese Communist Party to be able to influence America. And the other candidate, uh, at the very least, had a son who did an awful lot of cozy business deals with the Chinese. And uh, of course, his influence was never used in that case. But certainly, Joe Biden is uh, widely perceived to be China friendly. Now, if you've got one candidate who is basically determined to stop your entire economic model of piracy and pillaging versus one who is a big fan of yours, and apparently you can get on the phone for only $100,000, which one do you think the Chinese government would be in favor of in terms of winning the election? In fact, if you think about how much money China spends on defense, which one do you think would be the better choice uh, rather than trying to catch up to the $600 billion a year the United States spends on its military. Wouldn't it just be easier to influence the election to get the guy who's not going to use the military at all? To say that there's no vested interest here, to say that this whole thing is just kind of a you know, right-wing paranoia is, is just plain idiotic. Of course, they have an interest in influencing our elections. I think the reason that the, that the CCP is, uh, is stepping up, the Chinese Communist Party is stepping up, is because, frankly, I think they've been uh, acutely embarrassed in the last two years. I think they've been deeply embarrassed that, that the Chinese Communist Party is not nearly as totalitarian or as authoritarian as, as Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. And I think they're a little bit ashamed of themselves. They have some catching up to do. Uh, we find out in the same article that the coming election, Twitter is going to have uh, what they call pre-bunks. If anybody talks about something that is not true, Twitter will mark this as, as uh, false information and either ban the, the uh, post, take down the the account, or at the very least, put uh, a link to the true information there. Now, if you ask these TikTok, uh, sorry, TikTok people or the Twitter people or the YouTube people or the Facebook people, if you ask any of these purple-haired 24-year-olds why they're doing this, why they are censoring content, they will tell you because they are trying to prevent lying, that they're trying to stop the spread of lying. And now it's time to bring out that that old demon logic. And what my response to them would be, fair enough, but how do you know it's a lie? How do you know it's a lie? You have not even listened to the other side of the argument. You've taken the other side of the argument off the table. People can tell whether something is true or a lie by balancing the two positions, but you've taken that off the table because you say it's lying, but how do you know it's a lie? How do you know? Well, it's a lie because it's uh, everything I've ever heard otherwise is 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 telling me it's a lie. Don't you don't you see? Don't you see how obvious this bubble is, this circle is? You are claiming to eliminate speech that's a lie when you have never listened to the arguments made by that speech to determine whether it's a lie or not. You know, we really do have to ask ourselves whether whether we deserve 
what we're going to get, honestly, as we allow this stuff to continue. Right now, there's a, uh, I think the the effort to limit the damage uh, caused by uh, mail-in votes is is pretty much old news. I think mail-in voting is is likely here to stay. I think it's essentially the end of the republic. The reason that you have an election day is because it, presumably you can't be in more than one place at the at one time, certainly if you're registered. But if you mail in vote, you mail in as many votes as you want to. You can collect them off the porch. We saw this in, in Dinesh D'Souza's documentary. I bring this up only to say that now that mail-in voting, at least in California and other states, is just taken for granted, it's not going to be very much longer before we start voting via TikTok. You think I'm kidding? I'm not kidding. I'm as serious as I can be. I will live to see an effort made, if not the actual implementation of voting for president of the United States on your mobile device through something like Twitter or TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or whatever the case may be. That's the final goal, you see, is to make everything, everything, every aspect of human behavior. Scott got it exactly right. Not just politics, everything. Make everything happen online through this little square that we hold in front of our face because what goes into that little square and what comes out of that little square can be controlled by people who do not have our best interests at heart. Shockingly, they seem to have their best interests at heart. And we'd better wake up. We'd better wake up pretty fast. And that's why we're here. For Steve Green and Scott Ott, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Right Angle.